Hello, welcome back to Movie Splain, the show where we talk movies. I am the host, and today I'm here with a very special guest who happens to be pretty stressed. Um, uh, well, his name is The Stressed. How are you doing, Stressed? I am great. How are you? I am fantastic. You know, I met some new people today. And, you know, speaking of meeting new people, um, just a big question since it's like it's the show where we talk movies and all that. What is your favorite movie? It is Meet the Robinsons, Pixar. I don't know. What is it like 2002, I think? Uh, actually, yeah, it is 2007 with the director, <laughs> Stephen J. Anderson. Um, and it's not Shit. by Pixar, it's just by Disney. Uh, ah. <laughs> I don't know anything about my favorite movie. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, okay, let's see if you can get, like, just give me a quick rundown of the plot. Can you do that? Yeah, okay. So it's about this, like, little boy mastermind that is up for adoption. And um, he finds this guy who comes from the future, which is actually his, spoiler alert, son um yeah and they go on adventures and wacky adventures and there's like this evil bowler hat guy that was his friends in the past and there's like a t-rex i think and a bowler hat the, the bowler hat that the guy wears takes over the world or something it's pretty out there yeah. I love time travel in movies. It's one of my favorite things. Um, but yeah, that's the basic plot. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, when this thing came out, um, I remember I used to watch this movie all the time. And, uh, you know, like, I think the coolest part was that um, the some of the characters were actually very relate- relatable, like yeah. um, like the protagonist, Wilbur. Uh, not, no, not Wilbur. Wilbur's the guy who came from the future, but uh, yeah. Lewis. Lewis. Lewis, yeah. Who turns out to be Cornelius in the future. Sorry, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> oh my god, it, it is. It's a weird thing. I mean, um, uh, but, but this movie is like as cool. It, it, it's cool. It's comedic, and especially since like it kind of like derives on that uh tomorrowland type feel from like uh walt disney um especially like during the early stages what his uh his original vision was yeah all right so but like since this movie was as cool as it was comedic what is the coolest comical moment in the movie the coolest comical moment in the movie yeah all right um (laughs) my favorite section of the movie um in terms of that um oh jesus i don't know man like really i would say i would say maybe like the 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 singing jazz frogs oh Um, like when lewis comes in and then there's just like a quartet of frogs singing hey guys crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's yeah that's like my favorite part of the whole movie it's like yeah like because like Honestly, you just walk into the movie and it's like, yeah, it's a bunch of weird stuff. You got a pizza delivery guy, superhero who flies yeah. a flying giant flying saucer, and, <laughs> and and then next thing you know, like at right at the end when he's done meeting everybody, it's just like, oh hey guys, singing frogs. Yeah, 
Oh my God. So I just weird. love how it's so like weird and out there and it's like there weren't a whole lot of movies that did that that I mean I mean there were probably a lot by Disney back then but like I don't know if I can think of any like motion picture movie that was like just as creative with time travel as that one was yeah I mean um uh, that this is actually one of those movies where it just like kind of feels like um oh excuse me um where it's just like you feel like you're being transported into the world and that's yeah. what i love about movies where it can like make you feel like you're immersed in the movie that's when you know a movie is good because <laughs> <laughs> like um uh if for like example like awful movies um I'm going to throw this movie under the bus, uh, Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie's awful. Um, it didn't really immerse me. It had awful plot. Um, I don't even know if I watched that one, to be honest. Was that the second one of the sequel? The second of the sequel trilogy. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then, like, Episode Nine came out, and I had mixed feelings about it. And then, yeah. But that's a whole other story for another time. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, like, like cool moments, like the kind of like I think of the future, you know. Yeah. And, and like how they like executed it, and I feel, I, in my opinion, the coolest comical moment, um, that I think is when uh, Wilbur is kind of just like forcing Lewis to like get in his time machine. He's just like, "What are you doing? Stop!" I yeah. <laughs> he just like falls. Yeah. <laughs> face first into the freaking uh seat <laughs> and yeah I, I, where where are we going to the future and yeah. uh, that was that whole like marketing plot with the um with the like the whole line that wilbur said and it, it, it's it's actually kind of funny and yeah <laughs> speaking of funny so when we're talking about the future, there's uh, there's a lot of cool things about it. But what's the funniest thing about the future that you thought that they did? The funniest thing? Yeah. Ah, man, I I don't even remember half the stuff. Really? No, it's just like there was so much that they did, um, with that movie that like it's just no matter how many times I've watched it, I just keep forgetting. I know. Um, it, it, like this movie is just one of those movies where it just like kind of just pushes you into like a thing, and then yeah. when you're, then when you're done, you're just like I can't remember what happened. I really liked the um, the uh, you know the part where there's like the two doors and they're like arguing over which one should be like uh, or the two doorbells and which one should be rang. Oh yeah, the, the two brothers. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, ring me, ring me. No, ring me. You know, no, like, no, no, ring me. Mine's better. Wait, wait. Yeah. Cookie. Yeah. I honestly think that the coolest, like, uh, funniest type of uh, future thing that they did was when um, they, like, they had these, like, transportation bubbles. Yeah. And, like, it kind of, they, they were just, like, you know, they, it's kind of like a little bus type thing. But yeah. then, when you want to get out, they literally pop the bubble in mid midair. They let you fall into this giant tube, 
and then it just like deposits you on the ground. And it's kind of, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's another thing that was always really kind of funny about it was um, the tubes that Lewis had to go through in the 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 basement or wherever they were the garage. It was the garage, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like Lewis would just go on spirals through the house and the neighborhood just from like going through the tubes and like he would come back with like fruit hats and like i don't know i think they use the concept really well even yeah, though that was, that was a pretty good concept not gonna lie um th- th- they actually uh did pretty well because they did draw on like i said before um the tomorrowland concept that walt disney had and um they did add their I wouldn't say their own, but they did add elements that were um, not really what he initially in, uh, imagined. Which yeah. Which is really cool, because they, they took old ideas and new ideas and just made it into this cool movie. And that's what mm-hmm. I really love about this. Um, but if there's, like, one thing you really liked about... Was there, like, one thing you really liked about this movie? One thing I really liked about this movie? Yeah. Um, I just really liked the... Um the whole idea of the spaceships and like the two different ones and like how there were only two made, but like there were tons of replicas and stuff. And like the whole, like the, the, the Cornelius, like all of his inventions and just like looking at them from like an outsider's point of view was just one of the coolest things to me as a kid was just like all of these different things that he was inventing. It it made me really want to make things. Yeah from a very young age which i still carry that kind of like ambition my family always fucking i don't know i'm yeah. sorry I'm cursing i feel like i shouldn't be cursing i'm sorry it's okay because <laughs> uh um uh the, the musician kind of slipped up you but that's okay <laughs> and, i'm sorry um, yeah, it, it's all good if you accidentally do that. Who cares? I mean, it's a podcast. People listen because they listen. I don't know. It's it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, um, honestly, one thing I really liked about this movie is, like you said, like when you first get introduced to all Cornelius's uh, inventions. Yeah. Because I love how they introduced it. Like they put us in the eyes of Lewis. Yeah. Like, because we just like he's being introduced to it like for the first time, we are being introduced for it for the first time. It, that was just like perfect cinematography. Yeah. And, and uh, they, they did so many cool things. And like uh, one of the big plot points is that um, Lewis, uh, he wanted to see his birth mom. And mm. who she was because uh, he, he's an orphan. Uh, if well, that's also a big, huge plot point because he's trying to get adopted, and no one's going to adopt him. And uh, and because he because he keeps inventing things and he keeps failing, and next thing you know, at the end of the movie, he finally makes that invention and finally gets adopted. And it's so it's so heartwarming to see that because um, I I hate being I hate seeing kids orphaned. I I want them to have just a wonderful life and. Um, it, yeah, it, it's, it's heartbreaking when I see that, but this movie just kind of uplifts that and like really like warms my heart. Yeah, and it really puts like kind of like a focus on how bad like our orphanage system is in America. I mean, it, you didn't get the whole like the whole view of it, but like it was portrayed 
pretty well for um such like a a young audience is just that hope like that feeling of hopelessness of like not really knowing when you know someone's going to be there for you um that's something i also felt like i the movie did really well was this like the emotional like the emotional I can't think of the word. Just the emotional... uh... Yeah, the the emotions. Like, it really put into view, like, what Lewis was feeling and, like, what his intentions were were to see his mom and stuff. And he thought that maybe that would make everything right. And then by the the movie, he's like, oh, I didn't really need to see her anyway because it doesn't really matter. I'll just be my own person. The foster mom... Don't get me wrong. The foster mom portrayed in this movie was super lovely. Um, yeah. did nothing but support Lewis. And that's what I loved about this because um, from what I know, most foster parents are very caring and they try to give these kids who don't have families the best life they possibly can. And, um, but there's also, we got to remember that in today's real life orphanage and like orphanage systems, that's some most, not really mostly, but sometimes not the case. Because they can have awful foster parents who don't really give a crud about them, and it, it it's just awful. But this is a movie where I kind of this is honestly I think one of the first uh, Disney movies that kind of put an orphan in the spotlight. Yeah, and it, it it's so wonderful to see that, and I I just love watching it. it it's a great movie. Alrighty, so as much as I love this movie and how much you love this movie, if you were to change one thing in the movie, what would it be? Um, hmm. uh, honestly, I feel like the movie would be better if he didn't realize that like it was him from the future, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if they waited until the very end to show the parents, um, and, like, he just didn't know it was his inventions the whole time. Yeah. And, like, the entire family didn't know. Like, it was a whole, like, drop, like dramatic thing where, like, oh, he's from the past. But, like, what if he just didn't know and, like, he was just some stranger? And he was like, oh, yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah, then, but, like, like, the hair kind of gave it away because after all those years, Cornelius did not change his haircut once. Yeah, but, like, what if Lewis just never met Cornelius? And then, like, it's not like... I think Cornelius goes into it, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I remember when I did that. Yeah. And it's, like, super time-loopy, and it's weird. It's, like, that just makes the concept of time travel and, like, the, the continuum of it of just, like, feel... It just kind of brings me out, I guess. It, it, yeah. Like, that would be kind of weird and makes a time paradox, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, when it, Don't get me wrong. I honestly think that could make the be- movie better, where instead of, like, seeing Cornelius, uh, when Wilbur drops him off, he makes, like, a remark saying, you're going to be a great dad, or yeah. something like that. And... Um, that that would be honestly pretty cool to see, but um, 
I honestly think that was a really important moment for Lewis's character arc. Because at that point, he's still, as much as he saved the day, he still believed that he still wanted to see his foster mom. He still wanted to know why she left him. But at the end, when he meets Cornelius, it's this like huge moment where he feels like he finally like knows where he's going and how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just one, it's a wonderful thing to see. And um, I think they executed that well, but I can also see um, your change too. Well, the thing is, is um, something that, you know, this, this kid is, or this movie is generally for children. Uh, I feel like a better lesson to be taught is to be finding your own meaning within yourself without actually like, you don't need to know where you're heading in 10, 20 years from now. You just need to be okay with what's happening now and knowing that things will be good in the future. You don't necessarily need to know what is happening in the future. I think it would be a lot more enriching for the character if Lewis could find ways to believe in himself without seeing the end result yeah. as an incentive. Personally, yeah, that's, that's just, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's honestly a really good point. I could I could definitely see that happening. I mean, I think that would have been made. Uh, made honestly, I feel like that message it's still put across, but I feel like it could have been made better if that change was made. So there's a lot of characters in this movie. I mean, um, like a bunch of these characters who are very minor actually have names. Like the dinosaur is named Tiny. Yeah. And then uh, the the lead singer of the frogs is called Frankie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they, that's Frank Sinatra. Yeah, a, they tried to make a spoof off of Frank Sinatra. Yeah. All right. So now my question to you is, what is your favorite character in this movie? Probably the pizza delivery man, because he's just so like charismatic. Mm-hmm. But like he just delivers pizza, and he's like. <laughs> I remember, like, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, I gotta get this um, pizza to you in 30 minutes or less. 30 or minutes or less. Free. Oh, it's free. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's so dramatic, but, like, so, such a simple, like, day to day concept. I, I really enjoy yeah. that as a, you know. Yeah. Did you know that was uh, uh, who, who voiced him? I have no clue. Adam West. Okay. Yeah, it was because uh, um, now that I'm thinking about it, I had no clue who Adam West was back then. Obviously, since I was like what, uh, like four or five. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like now that I think about it, I, I re- and I rewatched the movie, and it's just like that's definitely an Adam West thing. <laughs> Oh wait, that's Batman. Okay, yeah, it's Batman. <laughs> I'm sorry, Batman, man. I'm sorry. I never watched the Batman movie. Oh, to be honest, or the TV show. Come on. <laughs> I, 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 oh my I'm god, I, I'm a Marvel man. Oh, it's okay. Marvel, DC. I'm more of a DC fan, but Marvel's still good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, but. Uh, if I were to say who my favorite character is, I gotta say it's Bowler Hat Guy, just because mm-hmm. of how funny it is to just watch him. 
Yeah, that's true. He he makes a lot of dunders, and he's like comically really bad. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like there was a scene where the bowler hat would read off um like flashboards for him, and he would like struggle to see it and like really like squint at it, and then like almost give it away and like completely ruin that interview of his quote unquote invention. I mean, he did. He did ruin it, though. I mean, yeah, like it's it was bad. Yeah, I mean that whole bowler hat thing. I mean, that bowler. I don't know how uh, the bowler hat went evil in the first place because I I know it's like a thing in its code and all that, and it's just like someone put it on and started controlling the mind and started making making him evil and all that, but um. That, in all honesty, I have no clue how the bowler hat even, like, turned evil in the first place. Because if they coded it right, then I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, that, that was the thing was he didn't – Cornelius didn't code it right. He – um, or maybe he did. I, I'm not sure. I don't really remember. But I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a failed experiment. Yeah. And, like, he was just overly aggressive, and then he just kind of – uh, Cornelius just kind of put him away in a capsule for a while, and that just made him madder and madder until he like busted out or something. I don't, I don't re- really remember the scene exactly, but I, I remember he had some kind of gripe with Cornelius. Yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, from my knowledge, uh, he was just the bowler hat was just sick of doing all these chores for these people. Mm-hmm. So oh. they put bowler hat the bowler hat in the glass case. Yeah. He got mad, broke out, found uh bowler hat guy, aka Goob, um future Goob. Yeah. Mike Yagoobian. I, I that, that name's so funny. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Michael Yagoobian. If your name is Yagoobian, you have a wonderful name. Yeah, shout out to the Yagoobians out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, that's interesting. Um, so, I, I think it was more like in two thousand seven, in like the early two, or in the mid two thousands. I think AI was starting to be like a thing. Oh, that really? was, yeah, like it was like just starting, and everyone was like, "Oh, technology is gonna take over the world, and they're gonna develop their own personalities and become self aware." And everyone was like, ah, they're going to, they're going to kill us and like take those jobs. I mean, it wasn't really that much of a problem back then. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was definitely like towards the early 2010s. I think it was more of a problem. Um, But yeah. um, Yeah. Do do you think they were trying to make a point? uh, I don't think they were trying to make a point. I think they were just trying to use a trope to like get a villain that made sense yeah um, while also retaining a villain that has some form of like empathy towards him that the um the watcher can relate to yeah or the viewer can relate to we can relate to the bowler hat guy but the bowler hat itself is pure yeah. evil <laughs> well yeah that's the thing it's kind of like a scapegoat for everything that bowler hat guy did yeah um, it's like which he did it because the bowler hat told him to, and yeah, I feel like that was kind of 
another thing that I they probably could have worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I don't know. Um, because I mean, the bowler hat guy also had his his reasons because he was just constantly bullied and um, he was never adopted, so he never had any parent figures. Yeah. Or anything like that. So he didn't really have anything to control that, um, which was another lesson I think they were trying to teach was to always make friends with the people that are struggling the most and stuff like that. But um, yeah, he had his reasons. Um, and I think the bowler hat just kind of like grew those reasons to an extent where it's unreasonable. And he started like trying to take over the world. Yeah, and, it, yeah. It, it was it was this whole thing. It, but it's okay, you know. I mean, all these characters there. Um, I can honestly, uh, enjoy, I enjoy all these characters except for the bowler hat itself. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, this the character the, the movie made these characters. Um, honestly, they they all had separate like um, personalities and. Uh, and it, it was actually just really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like my 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 next question to you is um were there like any huge memorable moments in the movie that had a significant impact on you? Hmm. I don't know. I think like the first like you said, like the first time that they um jump into the future and it's like this whole new world. Um, and like everything's different, and they've got like balloon buildings and bubbles as transportation and tubes everywhere, and mm-hmm. um, you know, everything's inflatable, there's like no nature anywhere, which is kind of weird, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's I don't know, I just remember as a kid, that was like what really grew like griped me on the movie was just not griped, but like made me like really enjoy the movie was just that one scene where everything was new yeah yeah it it, it, it's um it's pretty cool to see all that and um i i do believe there was like some sort of like foliage there but i'm not sure yeah actually i think i remember someone was like a gardener and like snipping the hedges or something but like Uh, it seemed like mostly everything was made of balloons yeah Balloon world. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alright. So, um, now, it's time for the infamous, the famous, and the fun time question round! Question! Question! Ooh, question! Question! Alrighty, are you ready? Uh, but, uh um, yes. Yes? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So... Yes, sir. Let's take a look at the standings right now. The Scouts got two answers correct out of five. The Dragon with a whopping four answers out of five. The Musician and the Shorty have three answers out of five. Shorty. It was the Shorty. The Shorty <laughs> is one of my good friends. And she has, she's like, what, 5'3", she said? 5'4"? <laughs> um... Yeah, she's short. <laughs> Heard that. All right. All right. So last week, the shorty got the hardest question wrong. Well, okay. Not wrong, right. So if you can get the, the, the hardest question right, 
I'm going to be super proud of you. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Am I All winning right. money? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm nervous, but yeah, I'm ready. All righty. So here's your first question. Which three people in the movie do we get to see both their past and future selves? Um, Cornelius. Or uh, Lewis and Cornelius. Um, Goob and... Um, bowler hat guy, and isn't there four? There's the parents there's, too. There's right? three. There's three. The parents, though, at the end of the movie. Oh, there's technically, there's five at that yeah. point. Then, so five. Okay. Shit. <laughs> um, so you got the parents. You got Lewis, and you got Goob. Who's the last one? The. Hey guys! What the wait? The frog? No, not the frog. <laughs> Why would it be the frog? Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cornelius's wife. Franny, yeah, yeah, Franny, yeah. yeah. Okay. The answer right. I was looking for was Louis Goob and Franny. You get yeah. that point. And good right. God for the, the, the frog. We frog. saw the frog. Actually, the. I don't know those frogs in the experiment. I don't know. Oh, technically, you may be right because we did see the frog that was named Frankie. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not sure. We'll see. Um... That's six. Check your question. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So here is your next question. This one's going to be a little confusing, so I need you to listen up. You got it. Heard that? Yeah. All right. So we meet a bunch of these. So when Grandpa Bud takes Lewis, and uh, well unknowingly and meets all the family what are the order so here what is the order so i'm gonna name all the groups that uh lewis meets them in all right and you're gonna tell me which one's first so uncle joe that's one group uncle art that's another group cousin talula laszlo uncle fritz and aunt petunia that's another group uncle gaston and aunt billy another group Franny and Frankie, that's one That's one group. Grandma Lucille, that's one group. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Spike, Dimitri, and Lefty. And that's the last group. Are you good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember any of their names, man. I don't Really? <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Movie. It's so long. It's been at least four years. Okay, so just think. Yeah. So, like, uh, Franny, Franny, and Frankie. Where do you think you know those? Those those ones are at like the end. Okay, so you got that at the end. So Franny yeah. and Frankie at the end. What's next? What's what's before them? Who's before them? Before them, was it Uncle? Was it the one with the puppets? The puppets. The puppet, the the woman, the the so, wife, the Aunt Petunia. So you're putting the cousin, La- uh, you're putting the cousin Laszlo, Tallulah, Fritz, and Petunia, uh, right in front of them, right? Yeah. Okay, so who's before them? Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Holy crap! I don't know. Wow. There's so many people in this movie. Yes, this movie has a lot of people. I'm really (laughs) testing your knowledge here. 
I don't have any knowledge of it anymore. <laughs> I should it's watch. Okay, are you are you, are you giving up on this question? Yeah, I, I have to. I have to throw it, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You got it <laughs> wrong on the second one, so it's oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the order was Uncle Gaston and Aunt Billy. That's the one with the train and the cannon. Awesome. Uncle Joe was the fat one. Mm-hmm. Uncle Art, which was the pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Cousin Tallulah, Laszlo, Fritz, and Petunia. That's the puppet lady. Mm-hmm. Grandma Lucille was baking cookies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bake those cookies, Lucy, Honey! <laughs> yeah. Uh, next was Spike, Dimitri, and Lefty. That was the doorbell guys and the octopus. Yeah. And last, you got that right, Franny and Frankie. Yeah, but you kind of gave that one. Yeah, I gave you that one. <laughs> My bad. That's okay. So, you got one. Don't worry, you can still come back from this. So, the next yeah. question is Who wrote the major song Little Wonders and Meet the Robinsons? Holy crap. I don't even. This, uh, so I'll, I'll give you a little background on this. So, this song was kind of played towards the end of the movie and during the credits. Was it uh, Frankie? Frankie? No, no, no. It's not a character, it's an actual person. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Frankie the Frog singing Little Wonders. Was it Frank Sinatra? Frank Sinatra, <laughs> boys. I don't. <laughs> no, no guesses. No, I, I like I said, is it? It's not Frank Sinatra, is it? Frank Sinatra, drum roll, please. Diggity. No drum roll because we don't have the money for that. Um, you're wrong. I'm sorry. The answer awesome. was Rob Thomas. I don't even know who that is. So. Yeah, it's okay. I had no clue who it was. But, <laughs> but, uh, but like, yeah, I could. His song "Little Wonders" was actually one of the, the one of my favorite songs. Um, growing up. Yeah. Uh, it was a good song. Okay. This one was in the behind the scenes. This next question was in the behind the scenes. So I hope you know this. All right. Ready. Fourth sure. question. This film, surprisingly, was based on a book. What is the title of that book? Um, I can tell you right now, it does not involve Lewis at all. Yeah. um, I think I know the book. I just don't know the name of it. Yeah, because they basically, um, with the family, they kind of just like took that and took the stuff from the book and placed it in the movie. Hmm. I don't know. I will give you this. It has Robinson in the title. The Robinson? No. God. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I am so bad at this. I have... It's okay. You got one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, nothing. I'm sorry. I I don't read books. It's okay because um I I when I watched the BTS, I had no clue about this book. So um, yeah. So the title of the book was A Day with Wilbur Robinson. Hmm. Wilbur. Oh. Yeah, because that was uh the guy the guy with the black hair that came from the future to pick up Lewis and take him to the future and th- this whole thing and uh. Yeah. 
yeah. So, yeah. Um, here is the last question. So, the shorty got this question right. This is the hardest question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All righty. So, when was Meet the Robinsons released in the U.S.? 2007. Nope, you got, I need an exact date. Oh, Jesus. Um, so you're right, it is 2007, but what month and what day? March 24th, 2007. Say that again? March 24th, 2007. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> you were so close. Really? <laughs> it was March 30 of 2007. <laughs> I knew it was March. Dude, everybody keeps getting the month, but not the day. <laughs> oh, my wow, God. Wow, you were really close. I will give you, I'm not going to give you the point, but I will give you some credit. <laughs> <laughs> so, congratulations. You have earned one point, and you were at the bottom of the leaderboard. Awesome. By the way, I have not seen a movie in like two years, probably. Oh, <laughs> you poor thing. You need to go out there and watch some more movies, my friend. <laughs> I'm too busy. I work. Oh, that's why I you're so school. stressed. I get I'm in it. College. Yeah, that's why I'm so stressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, hope- I'm hoping this is taking off some steam off your shoulders. Yeah, the reason why I was so stressed when I when you asked me was because I was actually like signing up. I was registering for my classes and stuff, and I, I had no uh, idea what I was doing. And also, the website is horrible. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, your turn to talk. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, this is our this brings the end to our question round. Yeah. Here is our final question for you. Do you think that the future of that movie could be attained today? Um... Almost absolutely not. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Why not? Pretty, like, um, well, for the first, the the world's gonna end in twenty twenty. We all know this, so <laughs> we don't have a future. But um, in 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 um, my real answer would be um, I don't think so. Just because, like, I think we're headed in a kind of different direction. Yeah. Um. You know, we got electric cars. We got. Yeah, we got iPhones. We. Uh, I don't even think like. Did, did anyone even use a phone and meet the Robinsons? There had to be at least one, right? No, they kind of use these like hollow things. And yeah. Uh... oh, yeah, the one that everyone likes to do where they like pull up a a screen that's on nothing and it's like yeah, yeah and it's done yeah let's just bring out a screen out of nowhere i mean <laughs> um <clears throat> to be fair uh uh uncle joe the fat one he was mm-hmm. watching a normal tv though so <laughs> that's tr- yeah that's kind of weird but yeah anyway we're definitely not going to have bubble transport I mean, come on. I mean, I, I'd like bubble transport. Um, tubing as transport. Maybe. There might, it might be a thing, but like personally, 
I would hate that because I'm claustrophobic and I'm sure a lot of other people are as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like that would be a big problem. <laughs> yeah, that would be, uh, don't get me wrong, that'd be a fun idea, but that'd be an awful idea as well. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like going down a, a very, very tight water slide. Yeah. Instead of going down, you're going up. <clears throat> yeah. Um, plus, what if something like that breaks? Like, how do you fix that? How do and you get so, out? You just fall. Yeah. How do you get out? Also, where do they go? Like, like, are there like empty they spaces? The, they go into the nothing abyss. <laughs> <laughs> and That's then scary. you just come back out. I mean. Yeah, I think in the movie, like, it actually has like black space in between the tubes and stuff. Like, there's no dirt or anything. It's just like a void of nothing. So. No, I, th- no, I think the tubes just like brought them up, put them in the bubble, and they just floated away. Yeah, but, like, when, when, um, when, when Lewis was going around the, um, like, the, uh, um, the, uh, the house, and he was, like, going through all these tubes and Mm -hmm. stuff, I I feel like that's, like, the, the pretty normal method of travel within people's big houses or something like that or neighborhoods or something like that i don't know basing off of the movie i understand the robinsons are probably pretty rich because cornelius literally invented everything but yeah he invented everything for i don't even know what town they were in um i don't know what country they were in um i don't (laughs) even know if they even exist uh (laughs) <laughs> well, almost definitely not, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Bubble built, like inflatable buildings? I don't think so. I mean, we have inflatables already. I mean, it, it is like, it could be a thing. Yeah, it's but I feel Not like to the right. scale like we saw in the movie. Yeah, I mean, maybe if we had like reinforced rubber that still had the elasticity of actual rubber. Like in you can just experiment on it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, or like, like what happens if like a bird flies into it? It's not gonna pop, right? Like, yeah. what if it does pop? What's gonna happen then? Is it gonna Everybody fly? Everybody just away? goes down in a giant inflatable. <laughs> yeah. It's smothered. Yeah. Like, that's really. I mean, I guess it's safe because it's like cushioning, but I don't. Yeah, know. but then like if it goes down too much, you'll be crushed. Yeah, definitely. And like yeah. there's no way that something that is strong enough to support like wind currents and deflect birds yeah. from popping. I in. need a building that can deflect a bird, please. Yeah, like there there needs to be like some kind of reinforced material that would probably be very heavy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um spaceships maybe or time machines maybe but like at the same time if time machines existed then there's almost 100% certainty that some they'd, come back, they'd, they'd at least travel back to a year that we know like yeah there's all these like pictures of time travel and all that but half of them have already, or not even half most of them have been debunked uh, yeah because they've just been photoshopped or yeah. it's just appropriate it was just appropriate clothing for the time Plus, I mean, using, like, our current concept of time travel, which may or may not be true, 
yeah. going back in time is very risky and dangerous and could literally mean all of time, like, just kind of dying. Time explodes. Like, yeah, like, there are different theories of it. And, like, sure, maybe there's a different timeline, but, like, you would be murdering a timeline if you did something wrong. Just death to the timeline. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, time travel is totally a thing that could happen, but, like, probably not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can agree on that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like it's too dangerous to, like, toy with it. Yeah, Even I would have to try with that. All right. Well, it's been great having you on the show. Yeah. Um, I'm not really all that much stressed anymore. I'm just kind of vibing. Um, ever since you texted me, I kind of, I kind of figured everything out. So that's good. I'm glad yeah. you're not stressed anymore, man. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming to the show. Yeah. Everybody- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to movie explain everything and always have a great night.